well, you got to learn from pops, and then and then we'll hire a bunch of Adam Sandlers to go run it for us. <laughs> Adam Sandlers. Oh he's kind of your average guy. He just happened to be funny, I feel like. Even though he's not even that funny. Like, he's funny. He's fucking funny. Don't get me wrong. Someone's going to rip me for saying Adam Sandler's not funny. Adam Sandler's very funny. But I feel like if you end, go to like 10... You think so? Because I, I actually don't think he's all that funny. Oh, really? Funny. I think he's funny. I, I think he's only been good in a couple, of, a, good, a couple of things ever. I think he's actually funnier than his movies are. I would... Yeah, probably. Like, you grab a beer with that guy, you're laughing. And that's where I was going to go. Oh. Is if you go to 20 bars in Cleveland, Ohio, you're going to meet one guy like that. That's probably true. You know what I mean? You're going to meet one guy that's going to just... I don't know where he's from, but I don't know what the answer to that is. Uh, no, I just said Cleveland, Ohio, because those... Like, my dad's friends, like, always make me laugh. Okay. Like that. You know, or my cousins. Like, just how they talk, their mannerisms, their stories. Yeah, right. How they tell stories. Yeah. Even though Adam's, uh, like, stand-up stand-up's decent, too. I actually think some of that's better in his movies, too. I think his stand-up is better than yeah. the movies. The yeah. movies, especially lately. I don't I didn't oh, see... Lately's hard. I did not see the latest one. Which, Uncut Gems, or... Yeah, yeah. That, I think you'll like it. Not that funny. one got good reviews. Not funny at all? No. Did you ever see Punch Drunk Love? I did. Yeah, I loved Punch yeah. Drunk Love. No, but, I think you'll like uh, this. But I also like the director, and that probably has something to do with it. Yeah, I think you'll like it. Um, two things. Ladies and gentlemen, we're out of a lot of sizes, but we are live with our latest drop. Uh, trying to get cozy with some sweats, hoodies. Good Company by Third Street Barbell is live. 3SB, that's the number three, letter S, letter B, dot C-O, dot co. Uh, our full drop is live. Can't promise you your size. Can't promise you things will be there, but you should go check ASAP. Um, we do still have shirts, hoodies, shorts, a bunch of sweats, um, things that I think you guys will really love if you check it out. Uh, I just can't promise your size. But take a look, Ski, um, and the longer you wait, the less I can promise your size. Yes. Then I had two things, three yeah. things. Go on. We were supposed to do a quick podcast, but Kyle showed up. We don't know what our memory is doing here. There's no, we have no idea how much hard drive space. And I, I already have. forgot some of them. I'm a little sleep deprived. One was this article I had. Two was oh, New Year's resolutioners and things I want to talk about. And yeah. then what was the third thing? No I idea. To, oh, all the Disney Plus announcements. Oh, those are nuts. Those I, were the three like, things I thought. I don't know if we can tackle all three because there's a lot going on. I have a holiday diet uh, article that's based around I think New Year's resolution or how to handle the holidays. And dieting, mm-hmm. which I think is a good topic. We also have New Year's resolutions and how you handle that, or wh- what kind of human you are, and then what probably you and I actually want to talk about. Actually, I, I don't actually. I actually kind of like those things because it's more the psychology of fitness mm-hmm. rather than like X's and O's. Do a rep, don't do a rep. I actually really enjoy that part of it, the human part. Yeah. Um, but the fucking announcements are kind of insane. First, yeah, Wars. yeah. For sure. But before we get there, I just want to use my radio voice and say, Rip. this episode. A fifty percent facts is brought to you by three sb dot co. All right, go on. Check it out, three sb dot co. Enjoy okay. yourselves. But um, again, before you get started, I read an article this week that completely blew my mind. Yeah, uh, and I just want to throw it out there and just tell people to go. If they're if you're a nerd like me about a lot of really nerdy shit, then you will enjoy this. Uh, there's an article on Bloomberg dot com right now about uh, steam heat. Oh, yeah, Particularly steam heat yeah. in in um, in big residential apartment buildings that were built around the turn of the twentieth century in major cities like New York, Philadelphia, um, Chicago, and believe it or not, San Francisco. Okay, because I actually lived in one of these buildings that was built actually a little bit after this time in the twenties. 
But if you've ever lived in one of these buildings, you know that the steam heat and the radiators is just overwhelming in the winter. It is like tropically hot. I was going to say, does it also make it humid though? Yes. Yeah. I'm so, like that. Oh, so, is that me? Uh, I don't know. Continue. So, so your plants are very happy. We, my yeah. wife and I years ago lived in a in a in a building that was built in the twenties in San Francisco, and uh, our plants were amazingly happy. And it was always really, really warm. And it turns out, and I didn't know this before I read this, but I actually had heard before that there was a thing about. Um, before before germ theory really took off, there was a thing about um, about bad air being bad for you. Yeah, or like stale air. Stale air, yeah. yeah. And so uh, buildings were designed to maximize the amount of ventilation from sure. the outside. And so these buildings were built so that you could have your windows open in the winter so that the bad air wouldn't get to you. Yeah. So you think about that, and it really exploded around the 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 uh, the Spanish flu, the nineteen eighteen. Yeah, did did they stop that pandemic. technology though, or that style? Be- no. <laughs> well, they did. They stopped building. Those. That's what I mean. They but those building buildings, it. like eighty something percent of those buildings, are still standing in New York and do, a lot of other places as well. Do the new ones have that general concept in mind with the different? No, they don't even know why they're doing it. They still do it. I mean, not, not not new buildings. New buildings don't. New so buildings are built around the same stuff as everything else in everywhere. Yeah, else. like HVACs or whatever. But I'm wondering if they took whatever technology is in a new building, did they take into account to move air out? No. Right. No. Uh-uh. So the older technology, in a way, is better. Older technology in in our current circumstances is yeah. actually better because the idea yeah. is to to like we're in a room. the The volume of this room is enormous. Yeah. It's it's a huge like if the ceiling is you know fourteen between yeah. eleven and fourteen feet. We're you know about six feet apart. I'm not particularly concerned. Yeah. Well, there's no one here either. There's no one here either. But we also. Uh, we also add in the gym. We have a uh, CO2 logger that, that monitors just how much people are, are exhaling into the gym yeah. itself. Sacramento is a valley. Uh, we have two rivers that lead down to San Francisco. Um, so they talk. Uh, I didn't like you understand it, but there, how many times I've heard this phrase growing up just because I grew up here, like the Delta breeze. Yeah. Like they just say that every fucking day on every news and every <laughs> right, weather. Right. And But we do. We have a we don't have wind like it's not crazy, but we right. have a breeze all the time. And we're literally on the river here at the gym. Um, plus our two roll gates. So I'm not too worried either. But I just wonder. Because the, the opposite feeling. I love that feeling in general. I love yeah. a nice cold night in my car. Hmm. Heater blasting. Windows, windows down. down. Love that. And opposite in the summer, but it's not as refreshing in the summer. I just like the windows down, but sometimes the heat here in the summer is too wild. It doesn't feel good. There is something I hate about when you go somewhere really cold. Um, again, I'll reference like Cleveland. I've been, and it's not, uh, I know it's not Alaska, but it gets cold. It's chilly. Yeah. yeah. Um, snow's on the ground, all this stuff. You're kind of wet, whatever. And then you go into like a mall or a store mm-hmm. and it's like um, sauna-y and, mm-hmm. and stale-y mm-hmm. heat. Like that's the worst feeling to me. Mm-hmm. In your house, it becomes okay because you can kind of take your coat off, you take your socks off and you kind of get into the warmth a little bit. But like in a store, I used to, I, I, I hate that feeling. I don't know why I absolutely hate that. Um, and I wonder if I couldn't think of, my visits into a New York building because I've been to New York a bunch, but it's not like I went into a bunch of buildings or like, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. you're kind of walking around outside or you're doing whatever. I wonder if that feeling is different. Um, which I'd imagine it might be depending on 
how old the building is. Well, if you've ever lived in one of, a building with a with a steam heater, with a steam heat radiator, you know you know what I'm talking about. It yeah. just it gets it's sweltering all yeah. winter long. Sounds nice. Uh, anyway, so now that I've talked about that, uh, CO2 level uh, inside, it, it, theoretically, this is what I'm being told, yeah. uh, under 600 parts per million, uh, your, goal. the concentration is not so great that um, you're potentially likely to pass the virus. It's not, this is not a hard and fast rule, but it is a suggestion. Uh, if you don't know what it looks like, CO2 lockers are pretty cheap. You can find them on Amazon. People use them for growing marijuana. Yeah. Uh, because you don't want too high a CO2, or excuse me, too high an oxygen level. A bunch you of have stuff. to add CO2 yeah. when you're growing um, plants in a container. I imagine hospitals of some nature, COVID or not, probably have some kind of regulation they try to stick to. I bet you a bunch of businesses try to stay at something. Probably, but they're doing it out. They're monitoring off of their HVAC system and we're, yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. about a system, a system where there's no actual, you know, forced yeah. air anywhere. True. Anyway, your, your, your subjects. I don't your know topics. which way you want to go. I don't know either. So there's so many. I, know, I never know which way I want There's so go. many Disney announcements and Jim and I are both into all this world. Um, I don't know if you saw all the Disney's. I was going to go over which ones you were most excited about. I watched the Loki trailer this morning. Oh, I haven't seen any trailers. And I thought it was brilliant the way they brought him back. Oh, I don't don't spoil. I got to go watch it. Uh it's it's what's his name, yeah. You've already movie. seen how it happens. Oh, is you it, just don't know. It, oh, all right, that's cool. It it plays off of Endgame. I can't even remember Endgame. I need to go watch that. But so what? like yeah, like I, I obviously saw it, but I think I only saw it in theaters. I don't think I've seen, seen it since. Um, but all the multitude of Star Wars movies and series yeah. um, get me excited. And I just saw on Twitter today, I don't think it was announced on Instagram yet. That's where all this stuff was going ham. Um, that Taika Waititi yeah. is doing one of the Star Wars series. Yeah, I don't know which one. I don't know either, but that's what they announced. Taika, Taika Kwan, uh-huh. I believe, was named after Taika Waititi. Really? Because I think it's he is he. I think he's Taika, and isn't it Taiko? No, I'm pretty sure it's Taika. Okay, we're gonna find out. Does that right? I'm now. googling right now. Um, you yeah. and I had a conversation earlier this week, and I haven't seen today's episode of The Mandalorian, so I don't know. No, it's yeah, it's Taika Taika. Oh, really? Yeah, T A I K A. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, it's for sure. Um, oh yeah, The Mandalorian. I haven't seen it. I haven't. I haven't seen this episode. No, I think I'm too behind. Oh fuck. Yeah, I haven't seen or something. Um, I I'd lost. So we we talked about very briefly last night. Talked about. Uh, yeah. Baby Yoda, whose name is yeah. not Baby Yoda, yeah. uh, contacting all of the available Jedi. Yeah, and what might be happening in the future, because they announced the Ahsoka show, right. or the Ahsoka series. They announced, um, which I'm actually excited about, uh, uh, the Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan because Kenobi. of Sue and McGregor, and yeah. because uh, 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 even though Hayden Christensen has a questionable role yeah. in many of the movies. I, I've I've talked to trees who were more interesting to uh, uh, in their dialogue. Now he's at least gonna have a mask on. Yeah. So and like I feel like playing Vader. No insult to the guy who played Vader. Isn't like that much of like a role. No, that's a physical thing. Yeah. Right. For sure. but, yeah. But and, I mean, and, and, and like his lines aren't that. And that guy just. Died. It's monotone. Yeah, yeah. That's why I want to be respectful by yeah. all means. Not that he wasn't talented, but. You know what I mean? Like you got a mask on, you got a voice changer. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's 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 a physical well, acting I, role. Well, but it's, it's not like. And actually, Hayden Christensen's probably best part, although it comes off a little cringy, is as he's getting angry, as he's becoming Darth. 
He just sounds whiny to me. Right. Well, I'm he's sorry. really whiny Plus, in two when, when he's just an angsty teen. Three, he starts to get a little angry. Like when he starts yoking on some baby Jedis. Yeah. That's he's okay, you know. I think point being is I think he'll do okay. And I just like that they kind of kept the continuity of it. Almost based on nostalgia. And then there's just so many other ones I don't I don't even know. Visions, an original series animated short film celebrated by Star Wars Galaxy through the lens of the world's best Japanese animated creators. They don't say who or what that is, but it sounds like they're kind of making an animated series uh, anime style, yeah, which I find interesting. I don't know if that's exactly my cup of tea. Um, what were these other ones? There's so freaking many. Rogue Squadron, yeah. Ahsoka, Willow, Willow, an original series by Lucasfilm starring Warwick Davis with the pilot, uh, directed by John M. Chu, coming to 2022. It's yeah, under from the that, Star from Wars. that movie, which is not, which is not a Star Wars movie, but oh, uh, yeah. The Visions, um, Bad Batch, a sneak peek at the Star Wars Bad Batch all-new animated original series. It kind of looks similar to Clone Wars in terms of the animation itself, and I highly enjoyed Clone Wars. Uh, for all those people that are like, because I think Jim's more, you're obviously, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, you're a Star Wars fan by all means, um, but you're also like a purist. Yeah, I'm I'm really only like three movies. Yeah, <laughs> nine, yeah, yeah. To be honest, we're I'm like, not, I mean, okay with yeah, with, and you you want to watch them, you yeah, want them yeah, to yeah, be yeah. there. Where I'm just fucking, and I'm not like the nerd where I know all the books and all that. I'm not like um, I'm like the Star Wars hipster. It's not a hipster. I just kind of enjoy that world. I got I like getting lost in yeah, things. Yeah. Um, even that said, I can still critique which ones aren't probably their best work mm. and clone wars is in the conversation for some of the best work i think although it's animated and although it's you know this and that it's some of the best star wars ever created so if you guys haven't watched that i do recommend watching that and so i'm pretty excited about this because it looks uh similar to that uh, i'm just scrolling through here that's why i'm rambling um and then the other one is called Andor. Everything I did, the Rebellion Andor, an original series set in the Star Wars universe, is streaming in 2022. Um, it doesn't really say much more than that. But the video they posted about it is the Rogue One girl. I don't know her name. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Jin Orso. <laughs> I, I hated that movie the first time I saw it. And then I watched it again a couple a couple months ago. I was like, actually, that was all right. Everyone loved that one. But uh, the general pop loved that. Hated Solo. Yeah. But I feel that Solo uh, stands up okay. I really? Uh, I don't know if I... Give it a rewatch. I don't know if that's the case. Did you give it a rewatch? I, yeah. Well, I, no, I gave it a watch. I didn't give it a rewatch. Give it a little I, read. I didn't see it in the theater. Oh, all I, right. But I watched Solo, and I watched... Um, uh, and I rewatched uh, Rogue One. Yeah. Based on uh, having finished the first season of Mandalorian sure. and being and looking for more content yeah, or, yeah. or whatever. I thought that Solo was still painful. Um but Rogue One got considerably better for yeah. me because it, because the this the there's not a whole lot of daylight between the way Rogue One is produced and Mandalorian, except that Mandalorian is a True. Western and and um, yeah. and Star uh, Wars is or Rogue is fairly it, Star Warsy. Well, it's a it's a heist. Yeah, it's a heist. Yeah, um, the, genre. The, the one thing I just can't dive into it about is I do like the lore and and stuff of Star Wars, and I think that's where Mandalorians tugging on a lot of people. Like, there's a lot of things you just don't know, and it's kind of mm. a side story. Where Rogue, uh, obviously, there's like a couple twists, but it's like a story that you already like. It doesn't fill a, a gap that really needs to be 
Probably not. You yeah, know what I mean? That's be... why they didn't put it in the movies. <laughs> yeah, it could have been left out. Altogether. Yeah, because you kind of know A to B, and there are some good parts and some decent characters um, and some good... It, it, it's a lot of action, I think, too, and that's why yeah. probably people liked it a lot, uh, the casual kind of Star Wars-y person um, when it was in theaters, but... Um, There's a thing about about editing uh, where you're, you're almost always better off coming into a scene already in progress than, sure. than seeing a scene from the beginning. And uh, I felt th- as though the original Star Wars film, which is now called The New Hope. Yeah. There are no numbers on them anymore, by the way. They took the numbers off. It's not four. Yeah, it's 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 four, but it's not four. It's only, four. It's only says you. four in one place. It doesn't say four on any of the promotional materials Fuck anymore them. at all. I, f- I found my original, and it's probably not that original, but one of the VHS sets. I have a VHS set of the original, yeah. original Yeah, cuts. mine's not original. Mine's probably like 1996 yeah, mine, or something. Yeah, mine's much more original than that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, what was I saying? Um, cut scene, you want to get oh, into yeah, a yeah, scene yeah, because edit. Yeah, because that, that you know, um, it's the story already in progress. And that's always got more of a hook than if you spend forever getting getting there. Yeah. The, all the exposition getting there. That's the thing with... Um, that's why you'll probably never see another Batman movie that shows Batman's origin. Sure. Because everyone knows that story yeah. and doesn't need to see it again. Yeah. Same thing with Spider-Man, the, the latest version of Spider-Man. Yeah. They don't talk about Uncle Ben at all. Yeah. They don't talk about how it got... Because everyone knows that story yeah. and doesn't need to be told it again. Yeah. And and I felt like Rogue One was maybe a story that just didn't need to be told. It and was interesting, you, but didn't need to be told. A lot of those origins, too, when you hop into them, the ones you mentioned in particular, too, they're a good thing. Is like you feel like... Whenever, say, you hop into Peter Parker at age, whatever age he's supposed to be, 15 or something, right? Yeah. When Uncle Ben dies and you go through that story, mm-hmm. you feel like he just was created at age 15. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you feel like, well, you don't care, you don't know, and it doesn't matter what happened from age 1 to 15. Yeah. And that kind of doesn't feel good to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the Andrew Garfield ones, they tried to make up that his parents were, like, scientists who were... Yeah, they were going to go deeper into it. They were going to go deeper into the lizard connection. Yeah. I, I'm still, and I don't, I've heard from multiple people too, because sometimes you get biased by your nostalgia, your age, or your generation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was born in 88. Uh, the Star Wars, or sorry. I was not. <laughs> the, uh, not Star Wars, now I'm fucking jambled <laughs> up. The Spider Man uh, cartoon animated series, uh, I don't know when it spanned, but like 1992 to maybe 98 or something like that. Something like that. Um, I think is like, that's my favorite superhero shit on the planet ever, all time, hands down, best shit I've the ever X-Men watched. At the X-Men that was at the same time also probably, very, very good. That's probably my second favorite of yeah. all time, hands down. I mean, Ninja Turtles, and it was my shit too, but that's kind of like a different world. Um, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. more whatever. But, uh, so I'm always biased to that storyline. And obviously, in this Marvel Universe shit, there's a million things going on. There's a million comics. And that does make it cool and interesting. Um, but I like his like relationship with the lizard there. I like his relationship with the goblin there. I like I mm-hmm. kind of like how that's going. Uh, and not that the new one's right on that, but the newish one is kind of on that with their own twists. Um, it will, we will obviously see. But Marvel announced a bunch of shit, too. I haven't even looked at all that. And I didn't even know a bunch of trailers were out because I know a lot of them are like, 2022 2023 mm. which seems far away uh just because our world's Be- because this is the longest year in the history of years and the fastest <laughs> at the same time yeah, yeah. <laughs> that really how it feels it really feels like the longest and fastest year of all time i feel like um 
But everyone says that. But I thought it was just because of ours. And I do feel like our year's crazier than others. And I, I am being like a, you know, look at me bitch here. But, like, <laughs> we've done insane things in, like, 12 months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what you, we've been in this spot for 10 hours a day for seven months or more you <laughs> know what months. i mean yeah like people like you know and everyone's yeah. like yeah my days are so long and so short like becky you're fucking at home drinking <laughs> wine with one zoom meeting and ordering dominoes fuck you your year's <laughs> crazy you know and then they're whining about like like oh sorry becky i'm gonna be real unsensitive for now this is about me uh like you fucking got laid off from your work and you're getting insane in- unemployment right now becky you fu- sh- fucking shut up yeah. you know like there's so many people that are really going through it right now and i'm not one of those this pity's not now on me yeah there's so many people really going through it whether that it was be- earlier in the year when everyone was actually getting extra on them yeah yeah but even anyway. now like a lot of people are back whatever you know there's a w- one world that we don't even like see or know even in america that's going through it that none of us can comprehend because yeah. m- anyone listening to this podcast probably isn't in that spot yeah uh and then two like and I hate this because all the guru motivational bitch asses philosophers out there have been saying this, but like, I do believe in like, all right, you dealt me these cards. How do I play them best? Like, fuck you. Like we, we, and I hate to be that guy, but you can do other things. You can work. You can find new work. You can start a company. You can go mow lawns. Like there is work to be done. No one's going to stop your business from mowing lawns and everyone wants their lawn mowed right now. Yeah. Like there's always shit you can do. So instead of just sitting there and being that guy, um, and obviously when it comes through your ears, I sound like a bitchy whiny philosopher as well. And until you live it, you won't adapt that as part of your personality or life or whatever, your motto, your morals, your code. I've watched a lot of Dexter, and he talks about his code, so I've been building my code. As part of your code to build the best out of what you're dealt. Um, but Kyle talks about it when him and I are chatting a lot too, and it just adapt. Yeah. Kyle's, Kyle's warming up his baseball. I'm going to go kill him. <laughs> can you hear it? Yeah, can you hear it? Oh, you can't. You got headphones. Oh, if you can't, can't hear it, then. I can hear it. Then I'm so. fine. Kyle's getting back into pitching our buddy uh, drafted out of high school. Through like 97 miles per hour, uh, had some shoulder surgery. Now that he's got a little bit of time to move around. He's got all his like oh, plyo balls. It. Yeah, I can go yell at him to stop too. Uh, is it that bad? No, no. He's been um, you now know, that we've called it out what it yeah. is. Then people will. Uh, yeah, he's been warming up his shoulder every day and, and throwing a little bit. Um, but I don't know where I was going or where I was. That little one right there. There you go. But he. Uh, Oh, he tells me about adapting. I'm like, yeah, dude, it's just adapting. Like, like same thing in sports. They're they're running. They called some new defense, and you can't score the way you were scoring. You figure it out. You call a different play. You just adjust on the fly, and you kind of call an audible, and you go this thing. That's kind of what I'm about. And so uh, I don't know where that rant started either. But oh, our years being fucking longer than your years. Yeah, our years been insane, and it's only getting insaner uh, with things we can and cannot talk about. But um good insane good insane i'm trying to look i've never been a cup half full guy just naturally and so i'm trying to be that cup half full guy without being a corny jamba juice salesman is it half full of jamba juice jamba juice people used to be so annoying to me <laughs> I, that now like There's a million calories in a jamba juice just no so yeah it's not knows. health food you dumb bitches uh for some reason i i find chick-fil-a people kind of endearing and even even in and out's real nice Jamba Juice, when I used to go there in high school, I'm like, you're a fake as fuck. Just give me my smoothie and let me go on my way. Yeah. Should we get into our one fitness thing before our memory dies? Uh, before we lose our memory here. Uh, uh, so I find, and we talk about all uh, fitness folk. I, I guess it's probably in other 
industries as well. I'm just not there, you know? And I guess it is, obviously. I, I guess I observe it easily with our politics and what's going on in the world. Everyone's always choosing a fucking side. And even though maybe it's the vocal crew that tends to be the extreme mm-hmm. crew, and, and maybe there is a more middle ground that are less vocal about things, just, you know, like politics or whatever it might be. Uh, fitness, I find, is the same. But I do think that in fitness, people do tend to go to extremes, um, at least the leaders. And the leaders are the vocal ones, the mm-hmm. coaches, the trainers, the content creators, the business owners, etc. Rather than fitness is slightly different where people don't, the, the, the average, I guess, I don't know, maybe they all do. The average person, I was going to say, doesn't like stamp their name on a diet, but they kind of do too. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm a vegan, I'm a carnivore. So maybe all these motherfuckers right. are just stupid and go to You don't to know the what streets. their actual diet looks like, but you know what they identify as. Yeah, they, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Um, New Year's resolution and goal setting is one that I've thought about a lot about. I wrote an article for it, and I've been contemplating it myself and what kind of guy I am and what do I preach to people and how I help. Often what I coach is I, uh, I do what uh, uh, psychics, and I'm sorry if you believe in psychics do, but I try to like get info from you, and then I don't want to like change your mind. I just like kind of lead you down your own path. I'm not a psychic guy. You're, you're free to Do you know what me. I mean? My mom kind of is. Love you, mom. Uh, you know where they'll like probably like, oh, They'll just like throw some shit. Jim, you have someone you care about with, oh, their name starts with an A. And you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, I do know a Adam. Yeah, it's like, pretty much everyone yeah, yeah. does. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of do that when I coach, like though. horoscopes. Rather than me go to Jim like, hey, New Year's is here. Uh, we got to set your New Year's resolutions. I would be like, hey, Jim, like, uh, how do you normally set goals? Or do you have any goals right now? You know, And you'd be like, oh, yeah, uh, most of my goals I like to set six-month goals or whatever. And I kind of mm-hmm. manipulate that. For myself, I think I can just turn on goals. Mm. Um, I tend to use a Monday, even though that's a joke, but it's just an easy day to start, whether it's my diet or my new training program. It's just kind of a fresh-ish thing. So for me personally, I find that New Year's – I guess I should explain both sides. One side is start your (laughs) fucking goals now. And if you didn't start your goals now, you're a pussy. You should have started your goals last week, and you don't care enough, and your goals should already be in place, and you should already be following them. Mm -hmm. And then the other people are like, cleanse yourself, new year, new mood, new me, kind of a a, a wash date that you can start anew. And if you have new goals, do that. And as always, I find myself sitting somewhere in the middle. I, I like the idea, like, all right, yeah, like, you had a bad year. You had a, sometimes you just need to wash it off, brush mm-hmm. it off, and blame it. You can put the blame somewhere else. I mean, mm-hmm. it's obviously on you, but yeah, man, December was a little rough. I had good holidays. I enjoyed that. Don't feel guilty about it. Jan 1, let's start to get after it and put a plan in place, set a goal, and go get it. I, I can get along with that. Yeah. Um, but I'm also personally the guy that, like, besides this last year, my 2019 2020 i didn't miss a training session for a decade <laughs> you know what i mean like i literally never took and more than it all went to shit yeah and then my whole world got turned upside down but yeah. you know like i never took a more than a week off of training in over a decade and if you want to count basketball training yeah not just weights then it was over t- probably 20 years Jeez. i never did that you know what i mean yeah. i just ingrain habits i build habits i'm a creature of habit i think we all are to some extent people just don't know it and you go into it so i'm also a fan of okay, I do want this. I do want to lose a couple. I do want to bench 315. I do want to start a business. Like, imagine you and I, if we just dicked around and never, oh, yeah, business would be cool. Let's start till 2022. (laughs) You just can't do that. Nothing ever gets done. At some point, you just got to buckle down like, yeah. And we were in the middle of COVID when we were going to start the business. We're like, all right, June. it sounds like we can do June. Let's do June. And we just did. As scary as the numbers are right now, on two perspectives, like, 
as scary as the COVID numbers are right yeah. now, and as scary as the financial numbers are yeah, right now, for too. So, so because, many, us and so many. We we should really have a shit ton of members out there, and there's just a lot of hesitancy, yeah. and there's a lot of question about, about being able to remain open, or how open, or open in what fashion, yeah. and... And there's not a lot of there's not a lot of solid answers right now. Yeah, and so and it like leaves us in limbo on how to promote market. Do we? Well, how do we stay healthy? How do we stay? Yeah, we don't. Uh, the last thing we want is for a, for a member or for one of us to get sick. Yeah, but at the same time, I have a lot of confidence that we're not promoting that. Yeah, for sure. You know, so I yeah. don't know. A lot of gym owners in this position. We talked to a lot of gym owners this year, and part of part of talking to them was reassuring us that we were going to like get to the other side of this thing and be okay but like we're we've we probably pushed you know not break even not operating break even but like actual you know make money on our investment off a full 12 months if not 18 yeah yeah by by being in this this environment yeah yeah no for sure yeah it's very difficult um to tap on it yeah we can go there. But even just little things because of the style of gym, and we talked about it a little bit, you know, the numbers on gyms in general are insanely low, the transmission rate, let alone a gym of this style, which is just not on the, you know, it's not on the survey because when they survey a gym, they're talking about a plan of fitness, a crunch fitness, 24-hour fitness, which are just so differently set up. Not everyone's on a barbell. A machine's, you're face-to-face doing cardio with someone mm-hmm. where these, all our barbells are seven and a half feet. So yeah. if we're working out together, you're minimum seven and a half feet from me, or I would hit you with my barbell. Like right. that's just how things work. Beside the point, um, I think where I lie is if you're if it's December 11th and you got goals to set, it's probably okay to do the New Year's resolution thing. But don't just set a goal. You got to set a plan. Yeah. Right. Setting a goal is easy, man. I want to bench three fifteen. Oh, okay. What the hell does that mean? Like. Set up your diet plan, set up your sleep, find a coach, find a gym membership, warm yourself up, set yourself up in these next two weeks to start that program. Mm -hmm. So don't just not bench for two weeks, like maybe give yourself a deload for two weeks or whatever. Like you build a plan around that goal to start. Starting Jan 1 is a goal of its own. Mm -hmm. And then on Jan 1, you have that bigger goal of benching 315 or whatever. So set yourself up from now till then. Okay, going to my, uh, you know, uh, me and my wife are having uh, Christmas dinner. Okay, I'm gonna make sure to at least get some steak in to get some protein. Like build these goals around. I'm gonna still eat cookies or whatever, but build these goals into the ultimate goal. If you're in June or July and you can't start on a goal and build a plan around a goal because you're waiting for New Year's resolution, now you're probably just a fucking bum. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like now you just have no excuse. Yeah. Like oh, I, I've always wanted to drop this 15, and you keep pushing it off, pushing it off, and now it's December 11th. You're like, yeah, I'll start the drop that 10 pounds in January. Like you're not. Yeah. So build build that ultimate goal. Build a goal. The goal the date to fucking starts a goal. Everything you do in life is a goal, and then how you want to accomplish that shit. But I think the biggest thing is how are you going to build that plan? Same thing. Like you and I didn't just say like, yeah, let's open a gym and start some clothes. That'd be cool. Like, we actually didn't do that enough. We only built plans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, well, let's do that. Like, we had a lot of policies in line before yeah. we had the keys in the lease to this place. Right. Uh, the business structure, the payment structure, what we imagined it to be and what it turned out to be, which actually, again, we talked about it before, aligned pretty damn good, which is something, probably the thing I'm most proud about, uh, which is fucking hard. It's fucking hard to have an idea, build a plan, build a branding, build a story, build a strategy, business plan, and then actually 
physical fruition of that. Right. And we're not 100% there because we still got a no. couple of things to figure out, but we're getting there. No, I will say that the, the, the hardest thing in the world seems to be uh, taking the, the vision that you have in your mind and actually making it happen in the real world. Yeah. In terms of the th- a lot of things that are out of, your, out of your control, it's like, well, I should be able to make this thing work this way. It's like, well, it turns out that that's incredibly expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah what now? Yeah, like what now? Yeah, expensive or or near nearly impossible. Yeah, and in this environment, there are certain things that are just not available. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, it's ways just, you'd want to go that you can't. Right? It's the same thing. Like you shouldn't feel terribly bad and just sit about it. Like we just had a door issue, and I, I guess we can mince little numbers. Like so, we want to get these doors, and we got this lock system and this fob system, and blah 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 blah. Jim got a quote, twelve grand. Probably not going to happen for us. But we're not going to be like, well, then we're just not going to lock the door, so we're not going to have premium membership. Like, you can't do that. And that may sound ridiculous to you uh, out there, or it does to Jim because he's laughing, but, like, that's what people do on their goals. Like, oh, I want to bench 315. Like, well, my elbow hurts. I've got to take a week off. And then you throw that 315 out the window. Yeah, you just can't throw things out the window. Or the diet deal. It's like yeah, a typical yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, well, you know, I, I, I fucking ate had a, have a cheesecake. There's no way I can go on a diet now. Or even worse, I had half a cheesecake. Uh, I'm going to eat the whole cheesecake. Yeah. You're like, well, that's not going to help either. Well, uh, actually, there's logic behind that, but that's... <laughs> you know what I mean? And so same thing with business, same thing with any goal. And we obviously relate it to fitness because um, I think New Year's resolutioners are... Um, known for fitness goals, you know that's why gym memberships go s- but, crazy in January, February, etc. But here's another thing, and like, and it, and some people like, some people like attainable goals, and some people like stretch goals, yeah, and some people like stupidly insane goals, yeah, yeah. I don't think that there's anything to be said for stupidly insane goals because it seems like the the, the people with those goals are the ones that don't succeed. You think the uh, shoot for the moon land on the stars stars is dog shit? Yeah, I believe that's complete dog <laughs> shit. Yes, even dog stars. I, I just don't think it's a good idea. Yeah, uh, I think that you should at the very least have way stations where you go. Oh, okay, I hit here. I yeah. hit this point in my journey. Okay, what do I do now? I take a breath, I reassess, and then I keep moving forward. Yeah. And being not, not afraid to change your plan along the way. Like, how many times have we had to change plans yeah. here? With with certain goals in sure. mind, but how do we get there? Those We're still trying to score a touchdown. We just called an audible on the play. Yeah. The difference is when you're trying to score a touchdown and you pick up your baseball bat. Right. That's where the issue is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, and that's actually where the, um, where the ADD about everything yeah. comes in. It's like, yeah. well, I've reached... The point where it's difficult, I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna look for the path of yeah, or just go pick a job or whatever yeah. it might be. Right. What do you think then is a way to choose goals? And I'm honestly asking because I don't have an answer. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm, 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 uh, I'm not against you by any means. Because I think it does, so much of this depends on how you work, and that's why I said building a plan and I give a reference of grabbing a coach is mm-hmm. a good idea. Kind of in anything you're doing, mm-hmm. like even in what we did, and we've run a bunch of businesses, we've done marketing, we've done these things. We've both consulted our personal friends that do similar things along right. the way. You know, I'm talking to Bar No More about clothes. You're talking to uh, all your buddies who run gyms that have been very successful, and and we're picking brains. Um, um, and then they, they've picked our brains too for other things, but mm-hmm. whatever, you know, that's just kind of how friends. We don't work. know anybody that's tried to do it the way we've tried to do it. That too. So we're <laughs> picking a lot of people's brains along the way. Um, so, so, and so what I was getting with personality is how you set your goals, I think is based on personality. Like if yeah. you're a fucking, if you're already dedicated, hardworking, resourceful, and you have a lot of skills, who's to say you shouldn't like, your goal setting is then based on what you're capable of, is I guess what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, if for that person, for young, um, 
I'm trying to think of like good form for reference here. For young Michael, and Michael Jordan's kind of a bad one because uh, he like didn't make his team. Right. Young LeBron James to yeah. say like I want to be the best player in the world. Well, that's different because that, that's he had every indication to believe that that was possible for him to become. But, the best but even at 12 years old, maybe he didn't have that exact indication. I think he, he shot that did. something, but maybe not best in the world because you can't compare to a grown man yet. Right, right. But so I guess like, my point is, how do you push yourself? And Bart, someone I talk about a lot with goals, he always likes to, and he, until you've done something, you don't know um, an average or a median or, 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 or what a goal might be. Mm-hmm. He always likes to push his shit and then force himself to step up, like, hey, bitch, here we go, you know? But, so yeah, when I was buying a car, he told me, he's like, yeah, man, buy a car like five grand out of your range. He's like, just a little bit past your price range. I like to do that and then work for it. I'm like, all right. I kind of like that, you know, because then it's kind of like a contest. I can't argue with it. That's not what I'm saying. I know, but if you've never bought a car and you don't know how loans work, to go with the same metaphor, how do you choose your price range? Yeah. You know what I mean? So how do you choose a goal that me and you could have easily said, like, yeah, let's open a a 500-square training studio, and and we'll sell one hat. I'd have more money in the bank had we done that. (laughs) I know, but you know what I mean? Like, what's that? Yeah, but then we got nothing done. We didn't do anything cool. No, no, no. The idea was to do cool things and 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 not lose money. So how do people eventually make money doing it? Yeah, how do people like set a goal that pushes them without the stardom? Because I do agree. Like if if you suck at lifting, when we've met these people too, you've already lifted a little bit. You've lifted for a year. You suck at lifting, and you're coming in telling us you want to be a world record holder. Like yeah, man, steroids work really well, and no steroids going to help you, little Timmy. You know. Spit take, <laughs> spit take right there. Like, they, you know, there's just no chance there. So how do you tell that kid, like, all right, how does he push himself? And then how does he not go backwards? Like, all right, well, I just want to bench 135 then. You know what I mean? Finding that – I'm speaking because I'm insane, and that's how my head goes. <laughs> I go from wanting to be Elon Musk to, like, okay, I'll just get 500 views on a YouTube video and quit. Like, that's how my <laughs> – welcome my brain, boys. That's how my brain works. How do you find that middle – that pushes you and doesn't, you know? How do you set goals, I guess? We'll start there. I think, uh, you know, a part of goal setting is a little bit of ignoring reality. And, um, and I, I mean, I'm at a point right now where I'm, I'm concerned every day about like, about how this all turns out. Um, it I could make I could make the numbers work uh, when we were getting started on this, and I could yeah, yeah. also make the numbers not work depending upon how I put the assumptions together. Sure. Um, so you're a so little more I, analytical with your goals. I'm, baby. I'm pretty analytical, yeah. but at the same time, I would say, okay, well, like these are equally plausible scenarios, but I like this one better, and I and I and I would like doing that better. And yeah, even yeah. if it doesn't work, I will have done. Yeah, something good. I yeah. will. I will have gotten off the schneid. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is easy for people to get overwhelmed by the reality and just never get off the schneid. Right. That's thing one. But the other side is that people will overshoot. Yeah. They're like that. Create a goal that's that's essentially unreachable by them. Being inspired by people who did crazy, amazing things under um, 
scenarios where some of it was luck. Yeah, no, and a ton you, of it's luck. And you, yeah, and and I do not believe you make your own luck. I yeah. believe that you you can create your own opportunities. Sure, but luck is just luck is just luck. Yeah, and I don't think there's. I don't believe in in actual like fate or any of that kind of stuff. No, I think, I think there's luck everywhere. Even our LeBron James scenario. If LeBron James is born in uh, Machu Picchu. He might have played soccer, gotten too dangly as a kid, and not been good. He could not be a professional athlete, potentially. I can make it so much worse than that. What if he had an oxygen deprivation when he, at birth? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know but, I mean? but, but, but I was any, going to the fate luck scale. Yeah, yeah, right. But you know what I mean? Like, uh, going to the opportunity. He had the opportunity to be born in a state, Ohio, yeah. where there's a lot of sports. Right. Right. And then he had, yeah, the, the luck or the luck to be born there or whatever. Sorry if you guys believe in not luck. I don't really care. And we're just making a point here. Um, I think the analytical part's really good. And I guess for me, I don't actually, I'm not like the Mr. Gold Setter book planner journal guy. I guess my advice for you, though, would be um, dip your toe in yeah. before you can. So you and I worked in the fitness industry for 10 years. And maybe ours is long overdue before we <laughs> bit the bullet. But we were busy with other shit. Uh, point being that when we've talked about this a ton too, you've trained clients for three months and now you want to be a gym owner. Yeah. Or you just kind of watch Omar Isof on YouTube and think it'd be cool to own a gym or do YouTube. Um, where it's okay to get like an internship. It's okay to work. Something Gary Vee and all these guys talk, it's okay to kind of eat shit for a while. Um, you know, it's okay to kind of run yourself through the mud because that experience. And it's like playing sports. It's, tr- it's a tryout. It tells you where you sit. And then it's good to push yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're the starting quarterback on a good high school team, you should probably push yourself to get a Division One scholarship. If you got cut from the JV team, you should probably push yourself to get onto the varsity team. But you don't know that unless you try out for the freshman team, right? So unless you have an internship, unless you kind of do some kind of work, you can't even gauge where you are. So to watch Omar Isof once on YouTube and say, I want to make the next CrossFit, I want to make the next fitness fad chain because I love fitness and I know it makes a lot of money is a stretch. If you've owned a gym or two, maybe even a couple fitness businesses, and you say, I think I want to look into franchising or kind of making a business mm-hmm. uh, scalable, okay. Or even saying, even if you've had three gyms, and you say, okay, I want to compete with the big dogs. I want to you know, get some investors, and I want to scale this thing up. Me and you. I don't think that would be that crazy in two years from now to say, like, if I don't want to do this, but yet. Uh, it, this is not once crossed my mind. It's not why I opened a gym, but... People are like, Mike's already talking about franchising. But in two years from now, you're like, okay, I want to pick on some investors and I want to grab, you know, I want to open uh, 50 gyms. A gym, a, a third street in every state would be my goal, right? Like, that's not insane. No. But 20 year old Mike, and I was insane. 20 year old Mike was that guy. I speak this way because I was that guy. Yeah. Uh, I knew a lot for like a three year trainer because I had a, a coach. Uh, my high school basketball coach was really into fitness and mm-hmm. I had a strength and conditioning coach for six years. So I was more advanced of a 20 year old commercial gym trainer than most, I would say. Yeah. Um, just from experience again. But I opened a gym when I was 21 and right. it obviously didn't do well. Uh, and that's why I speak on these things. But for that guy to want to be the next Joe DeFranco, which I did. Uh, is, I guess, to your point, shooting for the moon kind of for no reason. Well, there's a difference between having a long-term goal that has, like I said, waypoints yeah, or steps plan. or plan, you know, a plan, whatever, and then, or, or 
only telling people that you want to do, oh, I don't want to deadlift 900 pounds. So I was like, well, yeah. you th- might want to think about 500 pounds first and then 600 and then 700 yeah. and then realize that it, it's, it takes a long time. and Or just pull 775 for five in front of people and let them tell you, hey, man, you think 900 is like a good goal in a couple years? Like that's how I like to work. Right. You know what I mean? Like and not that I don't set goals or all this, but like, you know, again, walk versus talk. Goal setting is kind of talk. Building setting a, is a hundred percent. Building a plan's like building. Even, a, if, it, even if it's just self talk, it's still yeah. Talk. I agree. Building a plan, I think, is like you know hobbling, yeah. and and then and then I like to walk. You know, I I've been into clothes my whole life. I thought I am creative instead of just going on Twitter every day for five years saying I'm have better style than everyone in the game. Mm. Like I would like to create this company, and five years from now, I'd like someone to say, Hey, Mike, you have really good style. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. that's kind of just how I. And my goals, I, I'm just not good at goals because I, hey, to get deeper, we'll do this to be continued. But like, I don't know what fully fulfills me either. Yeah, I like money, sure, and that's the point of a business, sure. But like, I don't, you know what I mean? If you know fully what fulfills you, mm-hmm. goal setting should be easy. Yeah, I, uh, I need a family. Oh, well, then set a goal to go on more dates, so then you can find someone you're compatible mm-hmm. with, and blah blah blah. I don't know what that is, so I just work at things I kind of like. In hopes that it hits you, you know? What's your memory like? I have no idea. But we're at 47 minutes, and that seems pretty good we're to game me. In. For today, um, we'll be more prepared next time, I swear to God. Uh, I hate to make promises and then not, not make them true. And uh, I really hoped that we'd be back to streaming by now, but there's... Uh, oh, it's the holidays. We're busy. They're busy. And there, we have equipment issues that I cannot solve by myself, and, and and Connor and I have not been able to solve. And they're not cheap ones. It's not like they're they are not cheap. It's not problems. like a yeah, we bought a ten dollar cord and we should have bought the fifteen dollar one. That's the that's yeah. That's yeah. not what it is. I have no idea what's going on. I don't. I know. I know where the pr- I know where the problem lies. I don't know why the problem. Yeah, lies. it's not so, a cheap boy. Uh, so yeah, and um, but our schedule is such that we're going to get a podcast out every week, but it may not be on Wednesday. We may not make it till Friday because sometimes Friday things don't calm down until Friday or Saturday. Sometimes, yeah, around yeah. this joint, especially uh, with hundreds of orders rolling out of here this week. Yeah, um, hopefully, yeah. I don't know. January, January. <laughs> well, might be calmish. Who knows? Who knows? Until the next drop. Appreciate you guys. Uh, give us a rating and review. Brand new podcast weekly. Hopefully, I appreciate you guys so so much. Three sb.co for all info on the gym and apparel that just dropped. I'm Solomon Mike. Anywhere you want to find me, Third Street Barbell. That's with the number three on Instagram. Give us a follow. Show us some love, um, and we'll catch you next time. I am at DJ McDean on all the social media. This show is 50% facts, where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers. And hey, it's December 11th. We'll talk to you sometime next week.